0: You're listening to a podcast on Catholic Saints. This podcast is produced by the Augustine Institute, an apostolate helping Catholics understand, live, and share their faith.
1: Hello and welcome to Form Now. My name is Dr. Ben Akers. I'm the Executive Director of Formed. And joining me today is Dr. Christopher Bloom, the Academic Dean At the Augustine Institute Graduate School of Theology. Welcome to part two of a four-part series where we're talking about St. Francis de Sales and the character of a Christian. The first episode, what we did was we focused on the virtue of obedience and the importance of devotion. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of attentiveness, and especially attentiveness in prayer. If you'd like to follow along, our conversation is based on a PDF handout that you can find Below this video. If you're watching on Roku, if you're watching on your phone, it's going to look like there's a a link attached, but there's no link there. So you're going to have to go to your computer and download the PDF if you'd like to follow along. But our discussion is based on the second part of um, the Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, known as a spiritual master, as a great teacher of prayer. And that's the theme that you've presented for us today, this, mm-hmm. you know, the, this mm-hmm. idea of an important part of the life of a Christian is prayer. What does St. Francis de Sales mean mm-hmm. by that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, as you know, he's, he's regarded as a kind of um, uh, someone who collected the great wisdom of the 16th century masters. So he read Teresa of Avila, John of the Cross, when they're like hot off the press, mm-hmm. you know, and... Um, just as Teresa, as, as La Grande Teresa said, um, prayer is, is talking to God as a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is Francis de Sales' conception of prayer. It's a question of of talking for sure, but also listening to God. Um, that's a that's maybe a little bit simplistic, <laughs> but but it but at the same time it takes us right to the heart of what it means to be human.
1: It does. And one of the things that I was struck by when I was reading this text that you presented for us is the images he uses for prayer. Mm-hmm. And they're immediately relatable. they immediately draw me to actually want to pray, living waters. It's mm-hmm. this the, the tree under which I can take shade. Mm-hmm. These are things that just really immediately resonate.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, right. like any like any good Catholic priest, he's a I man who's living by the psalms, you know, and the psalms themselves present us with not just, those images and others like them but with the enacting of the that, that kind of state of soul right that clinging to god from uh this or that uh sense of need or 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 a rejoicing in god from gratitude for instance so if we're
1: importance of prayer uh why, how does how does prayer relate to attentiveness mm-hmm. according to saint francis de sales
0: Yeah, I think if we look here at the beginning of the text, we can see some of the clues here. Uh, He begins, Prayer places our understanding in the brightness of divine light and exposes our will to the warmth of heavenly love. Nothing can so effectually purify the mind from its ignorance or the will from its perverse affections. A little bit later in the text, he says, it's re- it's very important to distinguish prayer from study, right? When we study, we've got some particular end in mind. There's a there's a test to take, or there's a paper to write, or there's some deadline that we have to meet, or something like this, right? Uh, prayer is much more like the exercise of friendship. It is in fact the exercise of friendship right That's so what do friends
1: and, do they want to have a conversation they want to talk about good and holy and pious things together
0: exactly exactly and so if if in a conversation with a friend right you're at the at the very least uh thinking about the friend you may be the two of you may be thinking about some third topic like no. we are today right but i'm in your presence you're in mine we're somehow dealing with one another, right? When you when you turn that into a, a conversation with God, right? Then your intellect is turned towards what is most luminous, and your will, your heart, is turned towards what is most lovable, thus the purification that DeSales is talking about.
1: And and the importance of attention. Mm-hmm. I think really what you're resonating with me in reading this text was his his attention to attention, his focus on mm-hmm. you really have to be attentive and the way mm-hmm. you just described that about being in the presence of the person. Mm-hmm. I'm not on my phone right now. I'm not, you know, exactly. I'm actually paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. That's something that comes out in the text as well.
0: I think it does, you know, and, and, and it's this this should this should console us that, you know, we, we think that um our time is uniquely far from God. Right. At least that's some some mornings we wake up and think that. <laughs> right, yeah. It's- but in fact, it's just the human condition that created things draw us to themselves, shiny objects of one kind or another, right? And that we have to, in some sense, work to bring our attention back to the God we cannot see.
1: What would then St. Francis de Sales, uh, in this text, he goes through and he says, Soko, okay, attention's important. He mentions... Uh, time and place mm-hmm. for prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything we can draw today for us about mm-hmm. the same? Because he says do an hour of prayer today, and I was like, ah,
0: and go to the uh, chapel. And, besides and go to the chapel, right? Yeah, no, he does. Time, yeah. And place. So I think I think I mentioned this last time is is a, 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 just a warning in advance, you know, that he's assuming an audience that has personal servants, mm-hmm. right? So he he's he's living in a time when the only people who were reading books were people who were, by our standards, quite wealthy, right, or at least Today, in 2021, we think anyone who has a maid right must be extraordinarily wealthy. Sure. This actually wasn't the case before the 20th century. So there was a whole uh, higher part of, of society which might have been the, the wealthier 25 percent of the society, a big big chunk of the society where personal service was normal. Um, those in the 16th century, those were the only people who read books. Okay. Therefore, he takes it for granted that yep. you know you're not doing the laundry,
1: right? So you actually do have the time to, <laughs> to devote. So yeah. if I'm the yeah. busy father or husband, I go to work. What, what can I take from this text? If I yeah,
0: I think the, the a couple of things to take from it. I mean, first, just the priority of prayer, right? So he wants you to start in the morning, um, and this is a this is a theme throughout the to Devout life and also in his letters to spiritual direction. Uh, first thing. Right. So quiet time comes first, however long it is. It could be five minutes, could be 20 minutes, whatever you got. You know, that's what comes first. Um, for us, quite literally, that means figure out a different alarm clock than your phone. Right. Right. Have the phone be downstairs or hit, you know, off somewhere so that the quiet time is sacred. Right. right. As far as place is concerned, I mean, I think, again, this is going to vary uh, according to persons, you know. Um, but uh you know if there's a if there's just a room in your house where you can actually be alone without your desire to be alone harming the rest of your family sure right then uh or inconveniencing the rest of your family then then that's the place in question or perhaps it's um you know the chapel that's that's down the street from work and you get to work 20 minutes early and you you can make make a visit Exactly.
1: My uh, wife is—I'm so blessed with my wife, and I've also been blessed with children. And my children like to wake up early, and so my wife and I were lamenting that it's hard for us to pray. And so my wife, in her heroic virtue, decides to get up even earlier than our early rising children, which means that you know the sacrifice is she goes to bed earlier. Right. But it's a commitment that she makes, and if somehow that doesn't work out, I try to watch the kids while she gets to pray. But it is a sacrifice, but it. Mm -hmm. For her and for me, it's 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 worth it.
0: It is it is worth it, you know. And I think that we we could we could draw this back to this point about attention, right? Uh, the phone with what it offers to us, right? And, and let's just let's just assume that it's good things that the phone is giving to us, right? We're getting a a text or an ma- email about something that really matters, family or work or whatever, or uh, we're seeing a notification of some kind that's actually relevant to mm-hmm. the good deeds that we do, right? So we're talking about good things here uh these these good things can't be as important as God right. three hundred sixty five days of the year right? right is is there occasional day when you know you just need to be waiting for that message? sure there is right? right but it can't be every day yep uh so I think that's that's really the key. What do we put first
1: right and that's what I you know it is often the very first thing when we wake up it's easiest to give the first thing because we don't know what the rest of the day is going to look like, but we can control that. That uh, opening moment. So even if we don't pray the first time of, you know, first moment of our day, we should know which moment during that day we will pray. Mm -hmm. So even if we can't make it in the morning, we know afternoon at three o'clock. I'm going to make some time for prayer. Right. Right. Uh, So we have time, we have place, and then he talks about this on page two. He says, "Begin all mental prayer, all prayer, mental or vocal, by an act of the presence of God. Mm -hmm. If you observe this rule strictly, you'll see how useful it is." Mm -hmm. When I hear that in my modern Formation. I hear rules for prayer. It's like, no, no. Prayer is a relationship. Prayer is a conversation with friends. What right. rules are we talking about? This, yeah. this sounds restrictive. What, what's going on it's, here? Uh,
0: it does, and then the rules just go on from there, right? Yeah. He's got a method. He right? does. Yeah, he does. And I and I think that the, the the way to put this is just you know let's let's just remember what comes naturally to us, uh but nevertheless that we had to learn about our relationships, right? So we say please and thank you to to our friends, to our spouse, to our the people we really admire right um, we we refrain from interrupting uh, people who we care about right we our, our our starting point is that we're going to listen to what the person has to say right whether it's a child of ours or a co-worker who's got a problem or whatever right so, the, these elemental forms of politeness, right? The, the things that we say, that our stance towards, towards how valuable the person's time is, well, these, these actually are rules, if you will. There's, right. there, there's a kind of universality of practice that, with any luck, we've embodied by the time we get to be adults, right?
1: Right. My wife doesn't have to remind me to say... Say thank you when someone says that to you or please right. when you pass the the peas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, so it becomes just part of the habit. Because your mom said it to you ten thousand ex- times. Exactly. Right. Until it ingrained in me. So this is what he means by a ruler method. He, he said does. this is gonna so this is what he'd say would be the value of having exactly. a rule or method.
0: Yeah, it's it's scaffolding, right? It, once the building's built, you don't need it.
1: Okay. So that would know? that be the limit of Having a method, or I think
0: so, but I mean, I, I I think too, you know, scaffolding may not be the best metaphor here, but maybe maybe something like training wheels on a bike, right? So, training, what what do training wheels do? They keep you from falling over. Uh, they don't actually get you riding the bike, right? Uh, and and that's kind of how the the method is here, right? Like the the method, just the the overall description here of being in the presence of God, invoking God's assistance. Possibly imagining uh, in the interior faculty of the imagination some uh, scene from the life of our Lord, right? And then, and then turning to thinking about his words and deeds, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, allowing or, or prompting a, a, a response to the goodness or the appropriateness of what the Lord shows us or tells us. Making a resolution to apply that to our lives and then finally having a little spiritual bouquet to take with us, you know, whatever that might be, um, that that that's the riding of the bike. OK, the, the method part is like, you know, memorizing the order in which those seven things go or something like that. You sure. Know, right. Yeah. I mean, but 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 once once you have a habit of prayer, you know, you're going to be doing those things.
1: And he even says as much he said I'm going to teach you a method you're gonna probably read a book about this or some other spiritual director is going to teach you about this and and you know this will this is just to help you until you um, you have that encounter and I love that he's he he's not going to waste any time to teach prayer right he, he's imitate yeah. you get know, on with it get on with it right he said yeah. so like you know you might not have you know I have a spiritual director I'll get a spiritual director next year once says no he said right now you can start praying right and i'm going to teach you how to do it.
0: No, that's exact that's exactly right. Yeah, and if we just look at the at how he begins here, he really he really first shows us, right? It's so it's so beautiful. Especially i commend earnest mental prayer to you more particularly such as bears upon the life and passion of our lord. If you contemplate him frequently in meditation, your whole soul will be filled with him. You will grow in his likeness and your actions will be modeled on his. He is the light of the world. Therefore, in him, by him, and for him, we shall be enlightened and illuminated, and so on. Children learn to speak by hearing their mother talk and stammering forth their childish sounds in imitation. And so, if we cleave to the Savior in meditation, listening to his words, right, watching his actions and intentions, we shall learn in time through his grace to speak, act, and will like himself right so this this is this is how to pray right to to listen to our lord saying whatever it might be right but you know consider the lilies of the field they toil not neither do they spin yet they are arrayed like solomon in all his glory and so on right those are his words right and then we might ask ourselves ask the lord what do you mean for me by this Mm -hmm. right what we're already praying
1: I, this this is it's so inspiring to, to hear these words because it makes you want to pray because he said prayer will make you more like Christ. Mm-hmm. And this is the Christian life. yeah The Christian life is being more and more conformed to Christ. And mm-hmm. we think about the things that are important to us. We think about the things that are on our mind, that we put in our mind. And so there's so many things to be anxious about mm-hmm. and worried about, so many concerns of daily life. Mm-hmm. But if we focus on Christ, if we keep our eyes on Christ... We're going to start to look at him, for example, but also think like him in in approaching the world.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we're going to read ourselves into the gospel, too, you know, Uh, and we're going to be different characters on different days according to. God's good interior prompting of us, you know. There's some days when when we're Zacchaeus, right? You just, Mm -hmm. I just need to see Jesus. I'm going to climb that tree, (laughs) you know. There's some days when we're Martha, troubled about many things, and we need to be reminded of the thing that's most needful, right? There's some days when we're like the anonymous sinner in Luke seven, right, down there just weeping at the feet of the Lord. Um, And uh, if we if we pray with the Gospels. Uh, these these moments of privileged encounter between God and the human race uh, can become our own.
1: So it sounds like I need to use my imagination then to put myself into these mm-hmm. scenes. How how do I make sure it doesn't run away with me, or is, is there a danger mm-hmm. with that?
0: Well, there certainly could be. You know, I mean, his his discussion here of imagination is 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 really good. I mean, in in some ways, imagination really is the training wheels. But nah, that's the wrong metaphor because he seems to think that we're. Almost always going to be relying upon the meditation, e- upon the imagination, even though prayer is not fundamentally an exercise of imagination, right? So, it's it's care it's a careful bit here on page seven. Um, often, this use of the imagination tends to concentrate the mind on the mystery we wish to meditate and to prevent our thoughts from wandering hither and thither, and so on, um, and. And that's that's absolutely right, you know. So if we put ourselves in the house at Bethany uh, with Mary and Martha, you know, and we we you know, I I, I tend to identify more with Martha, right? You know, uh, Lord, right? Tell my I, sister
1: what I'm doing all the work here, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. You
0: know, right? Uh, and um, you know, we put our, we put ourselves in that situation. Then we're not supposed to just run the movie in our mind. Right. We're supposed to think about, okay, what's the lesson here? What is the Lord saying to her? What is he saying to me? Mm-hmm. Right. How am I going to respond to that message? Right. What, why, why am I hearing this message today? Um, because, of course, God's providence is in the details.
1: It is. Uh, that, that's such a beautiful way that you had said it earlier about read yourself into the gospel. And mm. we start to read the scriptures. We start to read the word of God. It's not so much us going through the gospel passages as the gospel passages in the life of Christ, Christ going through us mm-hmm. and forming the way we think, forming the way, what we choose, where we spend our time. And our time is up here in, this, in our discussion on this second part of the introduction to the devout life. We Talked about attention and the importance of attentiveness in prayer. So, again, you can follow along by looking at the PDF that's below uh, this video. And please join us for the next two sessions where we're going to be talking about the importance of sincerity and bravery in the life of a Christian. Thank you and God bless.
0: You can watch these interviews in video format by visiting form.org.